0: like speed dating like you get you get 15 minutes but for instance a piece is like you get six months mm. you know the saxophone piece you get two months if you need a little bit more time you'll get two more weeks but that's it This one quintet you get x amount of months you know okay. no more
1: but i like you know. that anyway this is uh tyson davis over here a composer from uh he's doing his undergraduate at juilliard right i am yeah I am. and uh it's uh it's pretty wild because uh, you're a current Juilliard um, student, but I graduated way back in 2016, which feels like a long time, but it's really not that long. It's only like six years.
0: Yeah. It doesn't yeah. even feel like that.
1: Yeah. Well, with the pandemic and everything, that feels time like... Is,
0: time has shifted. Time but has But this shifted. is the first time yeah. we've actually
1: met in person. Yeah. So first time having a guest on that, uh, that I've never met. So this is really exciting for Ooh, me. Yeah. You know. Um, so yeah. I mean, actually for me, we're talking about going to the gym. Yeah. Um, I think that it helps a lot with my, with, with just day-to-day life because I've been telling some people lately, you know, if you don't have the strong mental Mm -hmm. and physical Mm -hmm. fortitude, all this other stuff doesn't make, doesn't matter, you know? Well,
0: it makes it worse when, you know, I mean, our field is so like we sit in a chair for X amount of hours and just, you know hunched over at you know whether it's you know you're writing by hand or whatever yeah you know so that's i mean that's like against our like biology you saying that makes me want to stand (laughs) exactly yeah it's like (laughs) it makes me want to adjust myself yeah but yeah it's just like it feels like wrong you know and then like you gradually you know you're no better than a nine to fiver as far as you know your body's health um so i think you know worse out.
1: worse even yeah because oftentimes yeah. uh you know the composer would yeah. be working till you know way, way late at night you know time. or yeah. then they're teaching in the during the day and then coming home and and yeah. working on their composing yeah. and it's like it's even yeah. worse than nine to five it a is. in it a way is.
0: yeah and like um like i've noticed too like sitting down like i'll try like to avoid sitting down lately as like as much as possible i don't have a standing desk like like those people. Have you seen like those standing desks like people buy for their offices? Yeah, yeah, they, like, I've seen them. That doesn't seem <laughs> right. That seems weird. But like like I'll try like to like not sit on the subway like on my commute to school or like, you know, I'll try to stand while I'm on the bus or like, you know, something like that. You know, but those little things I think help with just like your whole body's whole yeah. thing, you know? I mean, for me, I, I've, I've found that
1: Working out, especially like I work out three times a week. Mm-hmm. I used to work out five, six times a week last year. Same. But that. I felt that actually that wasn't, I wasn't seeing the progress that I thought I would be seeing mm-hmm. doing that for that long. Mm-hmm. And I think the main reason was I was, I was putting too much mental capacity yeah. into that. Yeah. But in reality, you just need to put the right amount, not exactly. too much. Yeah. Don't yeah. overdo it. And then it made me hungry.
0: Yeah. Really <laughs> that I was does. eating yeah, and yeah. that negated everything. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, it's like, cause the thing, especially like with, with uh, weightlifting, you know, and, and that, that has been like a big thing with me lately, like weightlifting and cardio, it's like you burn so many calories, like just like lifting weights. And then like, and then on top of that, if you do cardio after, you're going to be extremely exhausted. Well, especially like, you the def- cardio. Yeah. yeah and you, def- you defeat, defeat like everything that's, that was in your body as far yeah. as like energy. But so, when you're at okay.
1: juilliard like um like during the day like what in terms of the food what do you end up having to uh-huh. do because at least i remember the food at <laughs> juilliard when i was there um it's i mean they had some healthy options i guess but um but even but those weren't uh, you know I mean, you wanted to choose the pizza I, and the hamburgers exactly and that kind of stuff you, when yeah. you see those two things next to each other yeah. you don't want to choose them no option. no not at
0: all yeah. and like i mean Fortunately, you know, I'm a commuter now. You know, I live in Washington Heights. Um, on 185th with my mom. So, I mean, my mom cooks kind of unhealthy, so I kind of have to fight with her sometimes to like stop cooking like that. <laughs> but like, you know, the food is pretty the same at school. Like it's pretty still, you know, relatively unhealthy. Um, but they actually introduced this thing called like an oatmeal bar, which like the students like fight fought for. It's a like, like it's a candy free. bar. It's free, like, in the morning. Like, it's, like, right after the security desk, like, right behind the security desk, we okay. have an oatmeal bar. Um, for when like, you say oatmeal, you mean oatmeal <laughs> bar, like a candy bar? No, oatmeal, no, 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 like like, <laughs> like oatmeal, but just sitting on a table. But on a bar, okay. Sitting on a table, <laughs> yeah. and they have, like, fruit with it, and, like, granola and brown sugar. Um, which, that's been helpful, um, actually, Wednesday mornings before ear training. Because me and my ear, I need to sing, a, like, a, a lassus motet. Yesterday. Yeah. Real casual, soprano clef and alto clef. Um, so I, in your training's at 11 o'clock, and so we normally like get together like an hour and a half before class to mm-hmm. try to like do this, because Tuesday was election day, so we didn't have class.
1: Yeah.
0: um So we, we had to do that, but so I had to, so I got oh, while I was there, because I didn't have time to eat breakfast, because I had to wake up at like 9 and like, between that and, like, daylight savings time right now. Right. Yeah, so my, my sleep schedule has been a little... So they just awkward. offer that? Like, you go past
1: the security and they, yeah. just, they just have that? It's free. And how long is it out there It's, in the like, morning? from
0: 8 to, like, 10.30. They okay. fought for it. They, wow. fought, they fought for, like, a year. The student, like... Well, why? Why
1: can't they just go to the cafeteria? Well, because
0: this is free. That's the thing. Oh, they just well, want yeah. something free. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I see. Yeah, okay. Exactly. So yeah. a,
1: a three-dollar oatmeal uh, yeah. bowl. Well,
0: five dollars.
1: <laughs> I guess <laughs> in New York. Yeah, yeah. in Manhattan. Yeah, well, it's five dollars. Juilliard. <laughs> it's, it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's well, they didn't have that when I was there. Yeah. I mean, I was I was actually in the dorms for mm-hmm. I was a master student in the dorms, which yeah. is weird. You know, Very. I was with a bunch of undergrads. So. Yeah. And uh, you know, we had to be on the meal plan.
0: Yeah. So for exactly, a year yeah.
1: I was there for a year and a half I was on the meal plan mm-hmm. and I was basically forced to eat that food and yeah. you know you you put the two options you're not going to choose the healthy option no. especially when you're tired and stressed Absolutely and not. you're no. not going to choose it you have to no. uh, you know so like here cuz I got the kitchen mm-hmm. I actually meal prep everything so like oh, on nice. Sunday I like Beautiful. I'm like half the day I'm just in yeah. the kitchen cooking Great. and like all my meals are in the freezer so Perfect. it's it really like is, yeah. I don't have a choice, that's the food I'm eating, yeah. and that's it, and uh, you yeah. know, it, it takes that, like what I was saying before about mental, uh, mm-hmm. putting that mental space for working out, it's the same thing yeah. with food, you know, if you put too much mental space into the food, no, it will consume you, Exactly. Yeah. you know, yeah. so if you just focus on putting that food in a small amount of time, mm-hmm. like, like, I've been doing this only for, like, the last six weeks, but it's helped me because I don't think about food anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not, like, yeah. like, a concern. I'm just, like, okay, I go in the freezer, I get my food, I microwave it, and that's it. Beautiful. And, you know, yeah. so it's it, it helps with everything else because then I'm not so obsessed with it, you know, because yeah, it could cause, be yeah. easy to get obsessive. It really can. It's, yeah. like,
0: it takes so much energy. I mean, everything, I mean, as an artist or as any person working, I mean you know, your work, you know, does take a lot out of you. And so like adding extra things that aren't really necessary to be like harassing your mind, you know, I mean, it's yeah. like, lethal, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's an, I think it's something important to talk about because mm-hmm. I never hear about any, especially, uh, especially eating um, mm-hmm. that part. I hear about people, you know, wanting to, you know, go to therapy for their mm-hmm. mental health and mm-hmm. even working out, but I never hear about the eating part of yeah. it. Every time I go to a concert, you know, um, and they have food or they have hors d'oeuvres or they're, I'm at a, I'm at a donor event or something mm-hmm. and they have all this food out there. I mean, that's my Achilles heel. Yeah. It's free food. Yeah. And, and uh, that, that happens a lot in our mm-hmm. field, you does, know? Yeah. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's just a killer, you know? So yeah. anyway, this is just something yeah. I wanted to, since you brought it up, <laughs> I wanted yeah, to get yeah. it off it's, my chest.
0: Yeah, I agree. It's definitely, <laughs> it's definitely something weird that a lot of people don't think about, you know, mm-hmm. um. Or enough about, um, yeah, yeah. Huh.
1: So, what year are you now at Juilliard? I'm a senior now. Oh, I'm crap! Se- I'm a senior. So you're now.
0: almost done. I, I am, a, but you know, I, I'm, I'm a bit sadistic because I'm coming back. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm well. Trying to, well, my teacher wants me to be back with him. I want to be back with him. I really do, uh, Doctor Beezer mm-hmm. Doctor Beezer Um, you know, but I'm, I'm, you know, his tutelage has been so extremely effective. I think over the last four years that I don't think. I like like I have something so great that I don't want to like take the chance and not have something like that again. You know. So you were with him for all four. All of the, three years. All four yeah. years. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I, I find that's very. You know, at no other mm-hmm. school, although I, especially in the U.S., do I see this model where every, yeah. where people are with the same teacher. Yeah. So I'm so yeah. on. I'm not yeah. used to that after. You know, after I was with uh, John Corleano for Mm -hmm. two years, I think we both felt like that was enough, you know, but but it's interesting because with Beezer, I I never hear that. I Uh hear the opposite, that they want to stay with him longer. Yeah,
0: yeah, I mean, it it might just go to show how, I don't know, how oddly uh, variant he is as, as a teacher. Um, but you know, I mean, a lot of people do switch out of, you know, studios, you know, I mean, that, that is much more of a lenient thing than it used to be in in the 90s and the 80s, you know, Mm -hmm. um, you know, so it's, you can dance around with that, you know, and they don't have a problem with you changing. Um, I just really don't want to, you know, I really have like a really great relationship with him, um, musically and like personally, you know, so I don't, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes
1: sometimes personally is even... Is even more important. It really is, uh, yeah. Like I have a very you know uh, p- personal relationship with one of my teachers mm-hmm. from USC, uh, Bruce Broughton. Mm-hmm. But I mean, our, you know, our styles are couldn't be any different. Same, and, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but he writes like more. Uh, Bruce writes like very tonal, film, mm-hmm. cinematic. Mm-hmm. You, you, even when he was writing for concert music, it's very cinematic mm-hmm. and. And you know he's he's literally using you know uh, functional harmony, mm-hmm. but I don't you know mine is music is like microtonal and yeah, using Arabic yeah, maqam yeah, yeah. and all this stuff. And uh, yeah. but when we when we get together, it's like it doesn't it doesn't matter yeah. any of that stuff. Exactly. Uh, we we know the language of music. Yeah. And, and and life in general. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, it's 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 nice
0: when you find it someone really like that. I mean, yeah, I mean, we talk about. I mean, I remember, and we still do occasionally. But like my freshman and like sophomore year, we went like, constantly talking about like Seinfeld. And like, and like Larry David because we just like we both loved those shows yeah you know so yeah yeah and I'm yeah. sure it's,
1: it's just as good for him as it is mm-hmm. for you mm-hmm. that's that's something I've discovered lately being you know a teacher like a private you mm-hmm. know composition teacher also it's like wow this session is just as good as it is for the student you yeah. know yeah. Um, it's, it's a it's, and it, after I'm done it makes me want to be creative yeah
0: it's extremely encouraging yeah. I think for for both sides I think you know Um, yeah, I mean, just to see what he does, to see how his career is going, for instance. Um, and just, I don't know, it just has a a beautiful sort of vibe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, mean,
1: do you see yourself, you know, so you're going to do the master's degree. Yeah. Do you see yourself going on to do a doctorate? Yeah, I think
0: so. And, you know, I think when I was like, like a few years ago, you know, before I had Beezer, I think I was really against the concept of teaching. I was really like, I didn't like the idea, but I think... I don't know. I think a great teacher can really inspire you to like become more than you think you should or can be. Mm-hmm. I think you know, and I think I would want to pursue. You know, I mean, teaching. You know, on the side, obviously. You know, when it because because of how he like taught me. You know, right? I think, yeah, that's interesting. You know, I think you know that model. You know, I want to encourage other people. You know, to have these sort of. Um, elements, you know, in their own work, you know, whether, you know, non, it's not about aesthetic or style, but just about like raw <sighs> structure or, and, 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 development of your idea in, in whatever way you might see it. I think that's really important
1: for people. Yeah. How much of the lesson do you think is focused on, uh, like this kind of interpersonal relationship versus, uh, actually like looking at the music? Or does it vary yeah. from lesson to lesson? Um,
0: it sometimes varies from lesson to lesson, I would say. You know, sometimes we don't even look at the music. Sometimes we'll just talk about, like, what I'm trying to do within it. Yeah. And why it's not working or how it's working. Um, I think it's really important, too. You know, I, for instance, um, a couple, like, about a month and a half ago, I was really stuck in a section of my quartet. Um, and, you know, we talked about the, the things that I heard in my mind, the things I wanted to hear. Um, and he, for, you know, we talked a lot about graphic scores mm-hmm. and specifically like how I could, cause I'm a very visual person when it comes to music. I, you know, a lot of my pieces are based on art, pieces of artwork. Um, and he knows that the, the, the string quartet is based on a, on a big painting at the MoMA. Um, so. Yeah, and your big orchestral piece. Yeah, of true. Wall, yeah. yeah. <laughs> every, 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 almost every piece of mine is based off of a painting right. somehow, uh, some random abstract painting. Um, but so. He encouraged me to do like a timeline of like, like a graphic timeline, um, you know, 30 second intervals, you know, one line, 30 seconds, another 30 seconds, another 30 seconds, like a line and then draw sort of like what I heard, like physically, like, like to see visually what I saw, what I heard Mm -hmm. orally um, or wanted to hear orally and how these sort of, you know, Sort of whether it was an intense, you know, extremely uh, sharp line, or it was these little tiny pointillistic dots, how they could sort of merge into one another, mm-hmm. um, and it was weird because I, I still have that graphic score, uh, graphic you know sketch, and I can send it to you, but the the music literally is yeah, that.
1: I definitely want to put it up while we're, yeah. we're talking, yeah for sure, yeah,
0: it yeah. literally is that.
1: Um, and it took so you, you saw, oh so you yeah. kind of you stuck with it you didn't yeah. like uh, veer off because I end yeah. up I, I always end up doing this yeah. doing this kind of mm-hmm. thing where I'm like veering off from yeah. what, I, what I drew I
0: didn't veer off but I think and this is another thing I took more time I think in, this, in the last year like I think I've understood t- it sounds existential but I think I've understood time a little bit more realistically like mm-hmm. I used to think I feel like like when I was like a sophomore a junior you know um, and a freshman, and well before that, I felt like, for instance, ten seconds was, you know, uh, a long eternity. Time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, and, and 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 I would have an entire you know world in ten, <laughs> 10 seconds. seconds. Yeah. Just, I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So you know that that whether it's me even for instance looking at like the second the second hand on the clock, yeah. while I'm thinking about what I'm writing. Um or I'm like looking at that that little slot of thirty seconds per, you know, system, for instance, in that graphic sketch, you know, to sort of stretch out things and manipulate things.
1: Have you ever done something where the graphic score is
0: the score? I haven't done that. I haven't I, I mean, of course I know about that, but I haven't done that no. Um just because I, I think I I'm very extremely into um manipulating pitches myself yeah yeah you know and like i you know um so i mean i i think that would be interesting for me to explore eventually i think and i think that's important um but i think i am very interested in the manipulation and like control of like my pitches you know what i mean and how yeah yeah
1: Yeah, that's something that uh i mean at columbia um where lot of people are very into doing these kind of graphic scores and giving more agency to the performer Mm -hmm. which is something that I I never really thought about much Mm -hmm. before going to Columbia because at Juilliard it's the obvious what you're saying this idea of control this idea of the composer being the you know like this very Wagnerian sense of controlling everything yeah um but there are there is a place for that um Mm -hmm. but I'm learning more and more you know it's Mm-hmm. There's also a place for the performer cuz mm-hmm. th- it depends on the performer. This is true. Many of the Extremely. performers at Juilliard are they want to know what am I supposed to do? Yeah. What am I supposed to yeah. do? What do you mean? And and, and they don't want to mm-hmm. have I'm I'm speaking very generally no, obviously no, but they yeah. don't want to necessarily have yeah. an opinion of their own they oh, want well, that's they the, want uh, Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh. That's the difficult thing when it comes to I you know conservatories and and I think our field in general when it comes to, you know, classical music, you know, I mean, classical music post, you know, 1870, you know, where, where people were just became so obsessed with what was already there, you know, and even, um, even like post 1900, you know, after Mahler, for instance, and Toscanini would stop, uh, stopped making, you know, orchestration changes to a Beethoven, Yeah, you know, um, people have gotten so extremely bogged down with that and you know i think about that um i do but i don't know i think to, to an extent i think i am still in that in that vein yeah of thought you know i mean it's
1: it's it's very cent- centristic to conservatories extremely i think because at usc it, i mean usc is kind of a hybrid um conservatory mm-hmm. university research university and then columbia is definitely more research uh, oriented mm-hmm. orientated but I feel like over there they're not. They want to have more of a democratic sense of mm-hmm. what it is to create, that makes sense. which is interesting. And I actually I'm six years in, and I'm still not fully yeah. bought into it. Yeah, yeah, all my pieces still are very yeah. like what you're saying, controlled mm-hmm. and very specific. But mm-hmm. I've found myself a few times recently saying, you know, I actually don't really care how you play this. Just yeah. just play it how you feel like. Yeah. You should be, and, and surprise me. Mm. I, don't, I don't want to tell you how to do it, yeah. you know? And, and then the players are like, really? Mm-hmm. You sure? Well, yeah, go ahead. The worst thing that I'm going to say is I don't like it. Yeah. What's going to be yeah. worse than that?
0: I know what you mean. Nothing, really. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting that way, and I, and I think, you know, jazz, for instance, has, you know, I mean, I listen to literally everything. Like, my gym playlist is like 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 90s punk and like the Beastie Boys, and, but like at the same time, it's like, you know, I, I think jazz, for instance, like that. Sort of uh, controlled spontaneity, for instance, you know, on a theme. It's almost like, in a sense, you know, in a in a very classical-minded way, it's sort of variations on a theme, for instance. Yeah. Um. You know, a Coltrane solo. Mm-hmm. Um. But it's it's interesting, and I and I think I'm going to look more into that, and read more into that, and think more about it. But how you know a solo, you know, for a, a, a John control a John Coltrane solo or Miles Davis solo can. Elevate, you know, um, a jazz standard in a way that, you know, the composer wouldn't have thought about, but in a way that respects it and allows it to be fresh again. I think that's interesting. And I Mm -hmm. think that, I think it's something I... I, I like I like I like the idea of music in a sense sounding sort of improvised, you know, mm-hmm. sort of. Um, yeah, it's a yeah, very hard yeah,
1: thing to do. It yeah.
0: is, but at the same time, but at the same time, you know, controlled, you know, sort of a sort of a uh, amorphous blob of both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found that very interesting. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean it's interesting because um, you know with that with that improvisation thing in mind at, at Columbia again, I'm mentioning a lot about Columbia, mm-hmm. but it's, it's just okay. it's just because I've been there yeah, for six yeah, years yeah, yeah. and learning uh, mm-hmm. such a different way of thinking. You know that if if you want to if you want to improvise, you know the uh, the teachers they would just say just have them improvise. Mm-hmm. You know don't don't uh, don't make it into a, a controlled yeah. thing. Just have them improvise. It's like it's just yeah. so such a such a different way of thinking. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But they, they end up doing these pieces that are just like, mm-hmm. like I listen to these pieces, I'm like, my God, I, and, the, you know, it's 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 weird to think this way, but I mean, we're, we're composers, we can't help it. It's just, yeah. I would never write something like that. Yeah, I, you know, yeah, it's just yeah, like, exactly, that's the yeah. first thought yeah. in my head, I would never, ever write something like that, mm-hmm. but I'm glad that I heard it. Yeah. It's not like I like it or I don't yeah. like it. It's it's that thought yeah. that hits my head first. I know what you mean. If that, if that makes sense. I do know what
0: you mean. And I, I think, you know, yeah. I mean personally, I think things like you know improvs, I think should be derivative from something. I think it should, you know, have, you know, a basis. You know, I I think, you know, like you can't do variations without a theme. You know mm-hmm. I mean? Or variations without a you know, uh, you know a pitch collection or something. Right. You know, I I other, you know I think it it very much would become very. You know, I like Jackson Pollock. Don't get me wrong, but I think it would become very Jackson Pollock-esque. Right. I think. Um, rather than, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into the the, the details of random abstract artists that I like rather than, you know, the painter that I look that I that I love, Helen Frankenthaler, where it's kind of like, you know, her work is is very abstract, but it has this sort of control in a way that isn't overbearing, but it allows the sort of, it allows like the, for instance, the figures or the, the, the concepts to sort of dance yeah. and play around with each other, but in a way that's like control, you know, it's like kids at a park, you know, you don't want the kids hitting each other, <laughs> <but> <laughs> you want them to play with each other, but you okay, don't want that, them well, that's a good
1: analogy, yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense, that makes sense, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
0: live in front of a park, you know, and <laughs> those kids get they <laughs> get wild sometimes yeah and
1: it's interesting too because when you're you're, you're not an artist I yeah. would assume you're not a visual artist no. but you're but you can still tell these things when you're saying something oh, very much and, so. very and much I think so. an audience could also sense the, the exactly. same thing uh, when you're listening yeah. to a piece so. I agree yeah
0: I agree and, and I think I mean you know this is all my, my personal opinion but I, th- I think there's a um, there I feel like there's like two sides of the spectrum where people really think the audiences are really really stupid mm-hmm. or people really think the audience, Members are almost overly educated. You know what I mean. Um, so well, that could, could
1: happen. Though. It could be, and especially the overly educated stuff. Yeah. I think this is true.
0: Yeah, and they're both very. They they. There's two si- They're different sides of the of the same coin in a sense. But um, I think to an extent, we have to have this sort of understanding that yes, these people are very different from us. But at the same time, you know, they're not. They're not stupid. You yeah. know what I mean. But they're also not like. Hopefully, they're, well, on both sides. Hopefully, they're not overly like to, you know overly intellectualizing, you know, a concept. Yeah. At least with my music, I, I, I don't think I would want that. I think I would want you know um, a person to be able to like like you said um, understand that and hear that this music yes has certain a certain freeness to it, but at the same time, the 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 composer is curating certain times where things happen. Um, and it's not, you know, it's not kids at the playground yeah. hitting
1: each other. Yeah, I mean, you can't, you can't really, yeah. you can't really write music that way. Uh, it, it will drive you crazy. Like yeah. thinking about like, oh, you know, um, <laughs> you just have to write what what exactly. hits you the most. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's a cliche. I mean, everybody this says that, but it's, yeah. it's. <laughs> Like I, I have these. I have some pieces where I'm like, I, I don't, I don't know if it's gonna hit at all. But then, mm-hmm. then it, then it, and it hits. And then there's some pieces I have where I'm like, oh my god, this is the best thing I ever wrote. Yeah. And then I, I play it, and it's like very flat response. Mm-hmm. I'm like, so you can't really, you can't really yeah. think of it that way. It'll drive you crazy. January. Yeah. Uh,
0: huh.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. At least, at least in my very limited <laughs> experience yeah. on this earth. <laughs> yeah. But. I don't think it changes the, the, the older you get. I, mm-hmm. think, I think composers still have this kind of insecurity mm-hmm. every time they sit down and write a piece. I don't yeah. think it ever goes away. At least uh, in my lessons with, with John, it, 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 didn't, it didn't seem like the insecurity ever went away every mm-hmm. time there's a new piece. And actually that's kind of healthy in a way, you know, to it's have like a little bit of that like doubt, you know, a yeah. little self-doubt, um, yeah. I think it's healthy actually. Yeah. And have to think that you're the greatest yeah and that's absurd uh, yeah you know this Wagnerian yeah, sense ridiculous. of uh yeah. of of composing mm-hmm. and yeah and i think it's just a hard way to be human <laughs> yeah it's not human it's not
0: <laughs> truly it's not but you know mm-hmm. yeah it's sort of alien to us yeah
1: yeah, yeah definitely so i mean I, so again, first time ever meeting. So I, I, it's a blank slate with me. I know your music. Yeah, I've heard a lot of it. And I, I mean, that's I wouldn't invite you over if I didn't think I loved the music. But um, you were telling me earlier you grew up in uh, North Carolina. I did. Right. I did. And what? To, like, what? To, you know, this is going to be a very formal question. Okay. But since I don't know you, I yeah. need to ask what what made you uh,
0: want to be a composer in the first place? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I mean, you know. That's the standard question, but I mean, there's so many things for me. Sorry for the standard. Sorry for the standard question. It's
1: it's okay. There's so I never asked this question, but I have to ask it to him because I don't know him.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. I mean, I think I was extremely like interested in um, from an extremely young age, like like five and six, just like, I think like how a lot of kids are obviously, but I think almost like obsessively for me, like just drawing. And like, like trying to like create things like out of drawings. I like, for instance, like my art teachers in elementary school submitted a few of my paintings, and I won a few county um, fair prizes in my in my paintings when I was young. Um, but then I like got start, I started writing plays. Like like when I was like 70. plays, yeah, like like just like oh, plays. That's random. That's, it a, that's is big... <laughs> Yeah, and like I can't remember the, what they were about, but they were very elaborate. Like you know. 70 90 pages of like writing. original plays yeah like, like from original, r- original stories yeah like
1: adapted from a book or yeah like a, like like, original... like
0: adapted from like historical events for instance you okay know, yeah. like that i knew about um you know yeah i mean that's unusual i've never was. heard of a kid like yeah writing plays like eight nine years old yeah yeah seven even you know um so I was really interested in that, those things and like I was also interested in the piano. Like this was around the time that I like begged my mom to like teach me how to play piano because she grew up playing piano. Um, not professionally, but like I was just interested in just playing yeah. pieces, you know. And then I just I just started like impro- like like seven and eight and nine just started improvising like on the pieces I like was learning. I had a piano teacher. Um I got a piano teacher from like nine to like twelve um but I noticed and it was very helpful for me but we didn't really like focus that much on p- pieces like I would like I would be like always like I would always have like, a small piece I was learning yeah but for the most part it was like theory because I I, really? like, I like explained to her like, I told her <laughs> my interest in writing music um and I was writing and I showed her some of that music that I was writing which was very you know. So you wanted to learn piano to compose basic, music. Right. I
1: mean, I was very similar. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So she gave me these theory and musicianship books, um, and we did those every lesson, you know, you know, you know, the basics, the circle of fifths, et cetera, um, things, but, you know, I gradually got more and more interested in it. You know, I joined my middle school orchestra playing cello, mm-hmm. um, and eventually double bass for a little bit, um, but you know that that gave me a, an entrance into you know write, how to write for strings and that's also kind of to an extent how I how I learned like how I like I initially wanted to uh, join the orchestra just to write for strings. Um, so I was in that orchestra and I started. Um, but the piano, you didn't keep up after as well. Um, I, just... I didn't. Not no, I didn't. Like I stopped, but yeah. like I like used it as a tool, and right, that's right. how it is today. Like I. I have a piano you know, in my house, but I, I use it, you know, yeah. as my you know Yeah, I mean a lot tool. of composers feel yeah. like
1: they get insecure if they, they can't play the piano. But yeah. I I feel like it's the opposite. If yeah. you if you play the piano really well, actually it's a it's a limiting factor yeah. in a because then you almost, only write yeah.
0: piano pianistic yeah. and you stuff. Can, and you can tell you can definitely tell. You can definitely tell that someone's a, a, a very well trained pianist um but, but they yeah. tend to write music a little faster i think they do they if do. they can, if oh, they can yeah. hunker yeah. out the notes this is, true. This is yeah. true i have to write a big piano piece actually like a 20 20 minute 20 minute 20 minute piano piece. you know the soloist yeah jonathan biss yeah jonathan yeah biss. it's a commission from him he's like pairing it with the late schubert sonatas <laughs> real casual this right? guy I don't know uh, before we got
1: turned the cameras on he's telling me all these different pieces he's writing I'm like I don't know why you're here
0: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> the the keyboard right there oh. you get to work. <laughs> I, I am going to get back to work after I leave here though <laughs> so um but yeah so I had to write you know that piece so that's going to be interesting because I haven't written for piano like in like a big context it's like yeah like you know high school when I wrote a I wrote really like a small piano sonata for like my friend, like one of my really close friends, um, in like junior year. But yeah, anyway, back to that. Um,
1: but while you were yeah. in high school, so you're playing cello, you're playing double and you're playing double bass in high school as well. Uh, middle school. Middle I stopped school.
0: once I got to uh, the North Carolina School of the Arts. Okay. Yeah. And that
1: uh, North Carolina School of the yeah. Arts. Uh-huh. Uh, what what age is do, do it was high attend? school all high school all I high went school.
0: all four years of high school so like
1: ninth grade um, nine like through twelve so okay. I got there when
0: I was fourteen um graduated when I was eighteen I just yeah. turned eighteen so yeah
1: no I mean I've been learning a lot about that school lately because yeah. uh, you know jared, jared Miller got yeah. the composition job there yeah uh, Stephen Banks the saxophonist mm-hmm. um, graduated from mm-hmm. there he played my um saxophone yeah. sonata
0: there's a lot of great alumni
1: a lot of school. Juilliard. Uh, folks over yeah, over there, and yeah. I, I just didn't know. Mr. Beast is so, over there
0: in North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> for, so, for some reason, I saw that video actually. Yeah, I, but yeah. Um,
1: they should do a collab, Mr. They should. Beast, and, uh, and uh, should. North the
0: North Carolina School of the Arts.
1: Hey, why not?
0: <laughs> just invite, might as well invite me too. It so odd. But um, yeah, I mean, that was a great, you know, experience. I mean, I obviously knew uh, um, that it was going to be an amazing experience to go there. Um, but I mean, it was extremely rewarding, you know, I mean, I, you know, I was writing, uh, um, I, like, I also focused on a lot of orchestra pieces. Like when I was there, I just really loved writing for orchestra, but not all, I only had like one performed there, but I would, like, it was right. Constantly orchestrating. So that's that. Call co- it's not a college. It's like a. It's more a college pre- and a high school. A, that's what I was confused it's kinda about. Weird, so right? It's kind of weird, right? Yeah, it's so kind of weird.
1: So are you like on the campus? Yeah, literally. Like co- yeah. So how yeah. does that work it's, when sixteen-year-olds are mixing with eighteen?
0: It's kind of sus. I mean, you know, there's the high I'm school. Sure, there dorms. are stories of there things is, happening though. There is. There, there is. There, there's the high school dorms over here, and then like you know, the college dorms yeah. way over here. You know, you're not allowed to go in the college dorms. I mean, I went in the college dorms when I was. When I, when I was in high school, yeah. you know, like to see friends.
1: I mean, like, but were you in the same classes too? No, no, Classes yeah. was the,
0: the, the classes were separate, um, everything was separate, you know, but the orchestra was, you know, all one.
1: Oh, so you mixed with the yeah. uh, with the yeah. college, so, very, so you would be, you yeah, know, there's a very did.
0: strong variety of, of um yeah of of playing you know and is everybody
1: that goes to that college are they from the area or in the Um, high school or are they do they come um, from
0: they some of them come from all over i think the music department is not as known as for the film department and Mm -hmm. the uh design and production department and the dance department those are like the like really strong you know like classically like really great like come from all over the country um School. Yeah.
1: yeah that's so interesting because I, yeah. I i i i don't know if you know this but i only i've only lived in la mm-hmm. new york mm-hmm. and now new jersey which i mean it's basically yeah. you know a new york suburb but i to learn about these places mm-hmm. um very interesting yeah. uh, i think because it's it's the stereotype that you know mm-hmm. only Especially the arts is only happening on the coast, but I'm uh, obviously there are exciting things happening. This is true,
0: this is true, and there's a big, um, you know, concert band world, you know, in the south that a lot of people Mm -hmm. know about. You know, there was, you know, Steve, I I think Steve Mackey lives down there. Was something wrong? I think, or am I thinking about someone else? Steve Bryant, Bryant, okay, yeah, he lives in Greensboro, I think. I think, yeah, I think, don't
1: John Mackey lives in San Francisco, yeah. I'm thinking of
0: Steve Bryant.
1: Steve Bryan. Yeah, yeah, he lives... I'm uh, not sure where he lives. I don't I, yeah. I don't know him. I'm first.
0: almost positive he lives in Greensboro or Durham. Mm-hmm. And I, I was from Raleigh. I lived in Raleigh.
1: Uh, so, but, I mean, it is possible to, to, to make it as a... Make a career, or some living as yeah. a composer, not having to be in you know New York yeah. I mean, like, yeah. Chicago, or LA. Absolutely, yeah. Or Chicago. Yeah. It's not like... A, it's not a requirement. Yeah. Yeah. No,
0: not at all. It just happens
1: to be this in, to in be, New York yeah, now. This is but, true, yeah. yeah um, but it's not like a requirement that you stay yeah. here also. This is so. true,
0: not at all. Um, I mean, I do love it here. I mean, yeah. I, I don't really want to leave, but, right. you know, but um, yeah, so, I mean, there was a, and there was also a really big, um, like the school played a lot of new music as far as band music. There was a lot of new band music, like concert band, um, which I think is relatively common in the South. I think there's a little big concert band world that a lot yeah. of people don't really know about, I think, in the North. But yeah, I mean, it was a great, great experience. I studied with Moritz Dillon there, um, and he was a Juilliard alum. He studied with Persichetti. And Persichetti, um, you know, I became obsessed with Persichetti, like, yeah. after I finished that big orchestra piece in 2019 for the National Youth Orchestra, mm-hmm. um, when I started focusing on those Tableau's, because he has a series like that called The Parables. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, you know, they're very... You know, Persichetti. Persicetti. Does, does he have one for a double bass? He yeah, does. I think I heard that he one. Does. Yeah, that's he the does. one I know. Very cool. Yeah. Um, some of them are for chamber ensemble too, um, but most of them are for solo. Mm-hmm. Um, but that really inspired me um, to like, you know, pursue um, writing for the solo line. Because I think I was really interested in, you know, principles, you know, very very essential principles, I think, of music, but like I didn't know. How to do them? I think that you know that was the main thing with me and Dr. Buser for the first couple of years. Like how I can do the things I, you know, how how I can do the things I wanted to do that were just like essential to music, such as motivic development, mm-hmm. developing variation, um, having an ex, you know, extreme understanding of form and structure within music, and the way you're doing that is through the solo pieces. Is that's that what how, you mean that's it? initially yeah. how I did it because I because I wanted. Something as simple as possible, like I wanted a soul instrument that I could you know expand upon its you know and manipulate its timbral varieties you know and its color um and and not necessarily push the boundaries of the instrument but to push the expressive boundaries of the instrument yeah um but you know because I, I I think I was just like you know distracted you know it's like a kid in a candy store with an orchestra you yeah, know? of course I mean, yeah if you have it there you want to use it yeah it's ridiculous yeah you yeah know? yeah um, and you're like
1: this yeah you're like the willy wonka you know, <laughs> character with all these sounds and colors yeah. but then you you forget that about all the other things that make yeah. music music exactly. form the uh, yeah development the, the like that.
0: essential exactly. things of music mm-hmm. and i think that's i mean that's kind of truly how i feel about that orchestra piece that i wrote for the national youth orchestra frankly i think it was I mean, I mean, I think there were some cool parts, but I think for the most part, I was um, definitely a kid in candy store with that piece. Well, every young
1: composer yeah. has their yeah. um, has their piece. Like I have a piece yeah. like that actually. When I heard your piece, yeah. like, this reminds me of a piece I wrote uh, yeah. when I was uh, you know twenty one. Uh, yeah. It's a piece called Maelstrom. Uh, uh-huh. It's like this kind of. Yeah. You know, guns blazing, yeah, you know, exactly. loud. Yeah. And as much counterpoint as possible uh-huh. and percussion and this. I mean you have to do a yeah. you need to be excited about yeah, writing piece That's the enthusiasm is the most important part definitely but i think of being a composer absolutely before all the other stuff about sitting there and figuring out proportions and if you don't have the enthusiasm then it's not worth it it, it, yeah because we're sitting in a room for how many hours doing i mean it's you need to be enthusiastic but yeah your idea of doing the solo i mean i'm very envious because i Mm -hmm. i just started uh, yeah doing a solo project myself but i'm 30 you know i I mean i started like a year ago Uh you know and you have like how many do you have now? Twelve. Twelve. <laughs> God. Yeah. Man, I, of that, I theory, have four. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. But, but yeah. it's so it's so smart because I, I mean I tell young composers uh, this all the time, mm-hmm. and, and and they have this mindset too that mm-hmm. oh I want to write for a big ensemble, I want to write for a string quartet, I want to, but yeah. in reality, um, writing for a solo mm-hmm. voice, and especially a person that you mm-hmm. know, yeah, you're gonna yeah. learn so much yeah. from that instrument that you would never have learned. Yeah. if you wrote for orchestra from the get-go. Exactly. Yeah. Right? The, yeah.
0: Exactly. The, you know, I mean, I, I started this because you know a few friends asked for these pieces. You know, my friend Angela um, that plays oppo you know, at school. My friend uh, Dana at Carnegie Mellon. She's at Cincinnati now. One uh, of the flute uh, tableau. But yeah, so it was. It was. I think it was something extremely needed because I feel like you know I feel like. People, you know, composers, which is of course understandable. We could get stuck in that yeah. mentality of, you know, that sort of bombastic, you know, orchestra thing. I think, I think there are composers that do get stuck like that and get stuck like that, you know, potentially for the majority of their career. They get stuck in that sort yeah. of mentality, um, and I think it's uh, it, it has the, the potential to be quite destructive. I think for um, not only your, not necessarily your creativity, but your craftsmanship. I think to an extent.
1: Yeah, and you you can't help but doing some of the same things over and over yeah. again that have worked in the past. Mm-hmm. When you have a solo piece, uh, you can't get you can't really get away with doing no. the same. Like if you're writing another flute no. piece, yeah, you can't really get away with doing the same no. stuff in your first flute piece. No, you know, like Shireno um, mm-hmm. has this huge set of flute pieces, mm-hmm. and they're all so different from each other. Yeah. You I know, know that album. Yeah, you know, yeah. yeah so it's like album, yeah. you know, and 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 you, and you can definitely apply those yeah. things to an orchestral mm-hmm. flute section. This is true. You know, yeah. so you 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 really figure out what your sound is on the flute or whatever, yeah. and then okay, great. I have my flute, mm-hmm. you know, toolkit. You know, mm-hmm. all right, great. how, yeah. do, When I'm writing an orchestra piece, okay, are there's not everything, mm-hmm. yeah, but what you know, what. Uh, you know, I open the toolbox, what yeah. you know, different what wrench am I gonna pull out? Yeah, for, it's perfect for this. It's you know, it's, yeah. it's 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 great. Yeah. You did it so young, you know, that, now you have this toolbox yeah. of uh you know, yeah. of, of things that you can pull from and no mm-hmm. and the, no one's gonna call the police if you do that either. If you <laughs> yeah. pull from this piece, pull yeah. from that piece and put it into I mean I think I think this is the way composers have been working mm-hmm. uh before the twenty first twenty-first or even twentieth century. Mm-hmm. But I feel like it's there's just shift now to okay, every piece has to be completely different and yeah. I'm not using any ideas from any previous weird. work. That's I mean, it's crazy. Weird.
0: Yeah, that's really bizarre. I mean, I mean, I'm, I, I mean, I haven't finished the quartet. It's you know the the quartet because the deadline. Uh, well, the the, premiere, the string quartet. The string quartet. Okay. Yeah, the string yeah. quartet. The the uh, the quartet is just having you know you know not issues or anything but they're just you know having some personal things so they had to shift the the premiere date back a couple months but It'll be performed in Houston in the fall, but it's being performed. Which string quartet is this? The, the Juilliard, Juilliard String Quartet. Oh, yeah. the Juilliard String Quartet. Yeah,
1: okay. of course. Real casual, right? of course. Real the Juilliard String Quartet. Oh, yeah, uh, so I, I, you know, I, how could I not know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, so, yeah. so, so let's, let's let's go over let's go over the hit list now of what, <laughs> what pieces you're working on. Okay. So the, the piano, the piano, the twenty minute piano sonata.
0: Is yeah. it yeah. is it
1: a sonata? Are you calling sonata. it a sonata? I mean, sonata. You, know,
0: okay. you know, Charles. It, I mean, Charles Warren has piano sonatas, but.
1: Right. <laughs> but is it going to be in multiple movements, um, you think?
0: That's what I'm thinking. But for me, you know, we can talk about that too. But for me... I think the list
1: B minor sonata is in one movement, it is, I believe. I right? think. It's a huge piece. For
0: me, I mean, just like my quartet also, the movements are not... A, or are a taka. Because there's... I put, like, these, like... I... Because I took Lazarus Counterpoint class last year. Of course. So, you know, <laughs> fugal episodes. I put an episode... Not a fugal episode, but I put episodes between the movements to connect them, yeah. you know, like how a fugue episode connects one transition to another, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. so it's sort of, it has that sort of gestalt. it's not stop and start mm-hmm. between movements, so I've been very interested in that over the last, like, year and a half, so, yeah, yeah I don't, yeah, so it will be multiple movements, probably the piano piece, but probably with little episodes in between and then
1: what's the and then you have a string quartet for the juilliard string quartet.
0: <laughs> yes the ju- well the, the that, that piece, how long is that sp- it's 20 minutes long god wow. yeah i have only three minutes left okay so you're do. almost done yeah okay. yeah you know that's 17 minutes 20 piece. Yeah, minute yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it is, it is. And, <laughs> and it's being it's being performed in may um they're performing it you know a lot because um, it's, it's their baby now it's not mine anymore <laughs> but um Performing it in May, um, the at the Kennedy Center in May. It was really exciting.
1: In the uh, which theater do you remember? Terrace. It? Oh, yes, yes, the, yeah, tower, the, yeah. the smaller theater, yeah. right? That's Very good, intimate. that's good. It's yeah. better that way, it
0: is. Yeah, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Cool. No, we performed in Alice Tully too. Um, it was supposed to be performing in Alice Tully in May, but it's probably been shifted back to the fall. Okay, but yeah, cool. Yeah. So, you got
1: those two pieces. Um, I mean, that's enough. I mean, I would have just stopped after uh, that, but I'm uh, sure you have yeah, other, I, yeah. or are they are they less official? No, or,
0: they are. yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, so yeah. I have, have got some other on? pieces. Uh, there's a piece that I'm going to write after the string quartet gets done in a few weeks, and I'm probably going to start in December. going to take some time. I, w- I want to read this book on microtonality. Um, Which that I got. book I cannot it? remember. I just ordered it. Uh, ordered it. Um, I'll get back on that. Okay. <laughs> I just uh, ordered that's it. that's my bread and butter. Yeah, I know, I know. We we need to talk about that but, but MIDI keyboard over there. But yeah, um, yeah. I'm writing a piece for saxophone and piano next, and it's like a you know, ten minute piece. You know, short, sweet, to the point. Um, I have some I, I have a I have a graphic sketch in my mind that I haven't written down yet, but I need to write it down uh, for you know some of the sections. I'm going to have a wind quintet after that um, for this quintet um, that is based in New York. But the professor is, uh, the bassoon professor, the, the bassoonist is a professor at UNCSA. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, cool. And the saxophone piece is also professor for the professor at UNCSA, Robert Young. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and then I've, I think I saw a
1: recording on YouTube of him playing one of your yeah t- tabloids, uh, yeah, yeah. The saxophone, Robert, tabloid, yeah Robert yeah. Young's, uh, yeah I saw that. Yeah. Uh, I think earlier today actually. Oh yeah.
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm writing another piece for him. With cool, that, cool, which is great. Um, and then I have a piece that I'm writing for Eighth Blackbird.
1: Cool. So that's a lot. I mean are they do they all have deadlines do yeah. you and and when's the yeah. latest so how, I, far, I, I, how far how far yeah are yeah
0: you? i I've intentionally did this I, okay. I yeah they're stretched out until April to may of twenty twenty four may of twenty
1: twenty four okay yeah. so when you say it like that, it's not yeah. uh overbearing yeah I thought the piano, you' were going to say may yeah. of twenty twenty three no no no
0: no <laughs> the piano piece will take like six months probably to write yeah hope you know this the string quartet, i mean took you know seven months, but I've been you know. I, I think I think it will be fine. Um. So how do you
1: balance all this stuff then? I mean, it's yeah, that must be a lot. Um, I mean, I've, I've I've definitely had phases like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not currently in a phase like that where I'm booked that far out. Yeah. But I've definitely, especially pre pandemic, mm-hmm. have been in those situations uh-huh. but like but you're in it now yeah. so what what's your mindset like my, uh, you, day know, day, you know thinking about thinking about I, these that, five six pieces you, you go
0: to the gym you know you you go to school you do what you have to do you leave school right um but for me you know fortunately my classes are all in the afternoon mm-hmm. so you know i i go to bed like around like 11 or 10 you know i wake up at like 7 30 you know have a cup of coffee work for a couple hours you know yeah Go to school if I go to school if I need to go to school that day. I don't have to go to school on Thursdays, which is beautiful. Also,
1: um, oh, just one day out of the yeah. five days. Yeah, I know. Well, well, on the weekend, it'll, it'll be
0: different you... in masters. It'll be yeah. different. It'll be yeah, different. it's less work, work. I'm extremely <laughs> excited to, to start my Masters me, not, uh, <laughs> Yeah. Don't
1: ever change the program. No. But, uh, no, no. Yeah. It's, uh, it's a good. Yeah. I It um, yeah. has a lot of time to compose. I'm, ex- let's put it that I'm way. ecstatic yeah. for
0: that. But. Um, <laughs> But yeah, so I work for a few hours a day, uh, four hours a, like probably like four to five hours in the morning. Um, and then on like free days or like if I you know, sometimes I'll skip class. I will skip class. I am a oh, class yeah. skipper. And you and you, uh, yeah. s- you admit it. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, look, this is this is music here, you know. I don't wanna you know, liberal arts classes at Juilliard. We don't even talk about that. But I, um,
1: I, I mean I didn't have to do that as a master's yeah,
0: yeah. student. Some of them are really cool. But um, yeah, so sometimes that will involve that. Um, But you know, throughout the day, I am thinking about what I just did or what I'm gonna do in the morning or what I need to do. Like, I mean, sometimes like, for instance, I need to, like I revised something, for instance, like, on Tuesday, like Tuesday evening, I had to revise something, but now I need to re-engrave it, and I need to put it in the computer, because I wrote it down by hand. Like, everything is written by hand. Like so you write by hand, everything okay Everything is written yeah. by hand. The entire thing. like That's uh, good. The string That's quartet good. is like 121 pages of sketches. Jesus Christ. Outside of the score.
1: Oh, but you but you sketch it all out yeah. before you put it in the computer. Yeah, or you, you never like really hear it. Uh, no, by, no. By the, yeah.
0: well the piano, yeah, and yeah. and sometimes if I need to hear it, I'll like like I'll put in like a few measures, you know. Yeah, yeah it doesn't take long, um, you know. But you know, I have my metronome, you know, and you know, that's the god of music right there. Yeah, you had your John um, Williams approach. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but um, I mean yeah so that's that you know so now i have to go for instance now i have to go do that sort of you know sort of you know mindless thing like in gr- putting that that's that revision that i just revised yeah. into the computer um you so know. you don't find yourself
1: when you're working on let's say you're working on the string quartet right now uh-huh. you don't find yourself thinking about the wind quintet or something
0: um, or no like, you know no because i because the thing is i have it blocked off like. It's like I guess it's like you know. Um, yeah, that's that's my question. Yeah, how do like, you, how do you do yeah. that? <laughs> I cannot do that. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> I'm thinking yeah. about the next
1: piece as I'm writing a yeah. piece that I'm not, yeah. not even halfway down. Yeah, with well, in a sense, it's
0: almost like speed dating. Like you get you get 15 <laughs> minutes, but for instance, a piece is like you get six months. Mm. You know, the saxophone piece you get two months. If you need a little bit more time, you will get two more weeks, but that's it. This one quintet, you get X amount of months. You know, okay. no more. <laughs>
1: But, I like you that know.
0: Yeah. so, you, you, so, stop. What,
1: so it, it's, it's done it's done like, yeah uh, it has to be done exactly right? the six months go by yeah whatever it is it is and yeah. you and you're able to just like yeah. shut that valve and move on yeah exactly I mean, that's yeah it's very hard to do yeah it's
0: like well it's <laughs> yeah, in like I will spend like like for instance with this quartet, I only have the three minutes to do you know I have a little bit of the coda. I have this last variation, you know, because the piece is, you know, continuous variations that morph into each other. That's the the title of the piece is Amorphous Figures. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's, the painting looks like that, the piece is like that, you know. Um, So, yeah, I mean, but I'm going to spend like a couple of days, you know, you know, honing in on, you know, doing these little, you know, housekeeping things, you know, making sure that that beat is short or as long as it needs to be or, you know, Right, right, like the kind of like yeah.
1: overall like yeah. look at what okay what 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 things can be cleaned up a little bit yeah. here, but it's not really composing. It's no. not like editing. No, it's no like,
0: exactly like your yeah, plays
1: it's... from when you're nine or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's changing little words here, yeah, exactly. here and there, putting punctuation points where yeah. where needed and yeah. things like that. And then there you go. And then it's done. Yeah. Interesting, and you and you engrave uh, all the parts yourself. Yeah, I
0: do that. Yeah, I engrave as I go. I do have the score, the score that is fully that is um, that is done on the computer now. Yeah, I engrave as I go. Um, So yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah.
1: So So what? So you open this can of worms. I gotta (laughs) ask what 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 interests you about uh, microtonality? Because yeah, the pieces that I've heard, you haven't really uh done any of that so far so why why now
0: i think i mean i think for me i think there you know and i've thought about this a lot especially being at a conservatory you know the the you know obsession with the 12 note scale right it's so prevalent um but the thing is you know i mean i was a string player you know my piano tuner just came like a couple months ago you know and i and i was you know listening to him you know tune it to 440. Um, but, you know, there's, there's so much more, I think, you know, I mean, there is so much more, you know, outside of our West, the Western system that I think, you know, it would be, I would be really limiting myself in a very, you know, terrible way. I think if I didn't look into it, Mm -hmm. you know, and treat it with the same amount of respect that I do, the the 12 note system. Are there any pieces that you've, that
1: you've heard that made you be like, I got to because of that, I have the same way with the Coltrane or or any of these other pieces. If you
0: you know the French the French spectralist school. Oh, that's
1: that's a specific yeah. it's not just
0: them, but you know, you know, You know, it's not just them, but you know, hearing them. You know, Ives. You know, other obviously other even even Ives. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's beautiful, and it you know, and other cultures as well. You know, I think you know we have such an you know. And our field, we have such an obsession with the twelve notes. It pisses me off. Like it's almost just—it's almost just, like disgusting. Oh yeah,
1: even you know. especially like an ear training class. Huh. Like, oh my it's, god!
0: They
1: got to be know, perfectly in tune yeah. according to the piano's uh, twelve notes. Uh,
0: you know, and that's that's an illusion. I mean, you know, the three—you know—if you—if you isolate the th- the you know the trachord, the three strings, you know, those strings are just bending. Their pictures are bending. Right. It, together they create equal temperament. You know what are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah. Um, so um, and also I read the Henry Cowell New Musical Resources um, book, which is a, quite a hard read because he writes in that old English. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've read that book. I haven't read. I mean Henry I mean, Cowell, but I can loan it, uh, it to you. Yeah. Um, I, yeah.
1: I, I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. He 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 was exploring all these things in the early yeah. 20th century. That, yeah. uh And and but his. Uh, Actually, Henry Cowell kind of dying off in, in terms of people that talk about him at that's least uh, I know, I know. Um, a little bit. yeah.
0: Um, well, of course, Joel Sachs, you know, right, he just reti- like the only yeah, one that really... Yeah, I like, you know, he's old, you know, but um, said Joel Sachs, you know, wrote that, that the book on Henry Cowell, the book on Henry yeah. Cowell. Um, and before Joel retired, which I think it was like a year ago, because, you know, the, the, um, the Juilliard New Ensemble isn't a thing anymore. Because oh, he retired now. It's just
1: Axiom now. Okay, but that's uh, Jeff Malarski's. Yeah, thing, yeah, right?
0: Axiom is Malarski. Yeah, and I'm yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm taking a conducting class with him actually. Oh, right cool, cool. Yeah. yeah. You know he teaches at Columbia too. Yeah, right? I do. I do. Right, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we we email him. He his Juilliard email doesn't work.
1: Oh, so he uses the Columbia. We email? just
0: we just email him through that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But um. That's interesting. So they just have axiom ensemble for and that, the time that's being, the only ensemble playing the, new for music the, for the right Well, now. for the well, the orchestra has been playing some 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 interesting. I mean, they, they did the Ludoslavsky Concerto for Orchestra. Uh, I mean, that's not new, new, but they did do that. They did do that. Okay, you have <laughs> a to give piece from the mid sixties. We have to give credit. We have to give them credit. Okay,
1: <laughs> but. Okay, and that piece is very tame. For, it's, a, it's extremely <laughs> tame. It's
0: like the most tonal Ludoslavsky.
1: Yeah, it's not his Cello Concerto no, or something. No, no, it's a, no.
0: The songs. Like, yeah, you have to give them credit. But um, they, they, they are the administration is working. You know, to to figure out another ensemble, another new music ensemble as well. Um, but you know, I mean, Axiom is like pro- pro- uh, programming some crazy pieces. They just did Ancient Witches of the Children. Um, Unsuk Chin's song cycle from like 2007 6 see but the um, thing the thing is you can't really
1: blame the Juilliard administration or no. whoever makes the decisions for not playing more adventurous orchestral music because yeah, not yeah. the, um, most of these Juilliard musicians when they graduate they will most probably go to an American orchestra yeah. which will certainly not play the no. Luswalski uh you know concerto for orchestra mm-hmm. so like training them to play this mm-hmm. if they play an unstick chin piece or they play um you know they try to play a scherino, some, uh, scherino yeah, piece yeah. or uh, anything like this like mm-hmm. it's ac- actually a disservice to the musicians because when yeah. they move to a you know the Fort Worth Symphony where yeah, they go to yeah. Colorado Symphony where they go to even the well the New York Philharmonic is and the LA well, Philharmonic are doing things. To, yeah, but yeah. you know, if they go to the Boston Symphony, yeah, they don't play yeah. anything well, that well. that sounds newer than the Louis Swalski yeah, So yeah, you're it yeah. it, it, it kinda of, from an educational standpoint, it yeah, makes sense con- why yeah. they would why. Yeah. Why the the most injet- adventurous thing they'll play is uh, is a Solomon or or yeah. John Adams yeah, kind of. Thing. Exactly, yeah. Or that, very tame. Why music, would they yeah. go the extra step if uh, from an educational perspective so I, see what you mean. Um, I do but you know then again I have a lot of friends that they want to make a career in new music yeah and it's the other way around it's just like they want to play the hardest thing that they've ever mm. like then every piece is the hardest thing they've ever played yeah it's like kind of a masochist oh uh, true. A masochist. yeah like all of them have this mm-hmm. but the orchestral players are the opposite they, yeah. what's the easiest thing that I can just kind of show up and just play without thinking it's, kind I mean, of it's just amazing how, it is. how different it is, it after, is. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. these are the same people uh, growing up the same way more or less with the same kind of conservatory training mm-hmm. but they go into these two very varied camp and two two very varied camps two varied camps mm-hmm. um and, and and it's very common that, I, that, common, that I see yeah. these two things the happen. dichotomy of that, yeah yeah it's i mean right?
0: that's almost the name of the game at this point
1: yeah like sam no. jones the the trumpet player that i work that i'm working with now on the, uh-huh. he recorded uh, another one of these sequenza pieces mm-hmm. i mean he's this way he he at juilliard he, he wanted to play the hardest stuff he wanted yeah. to play Axio, as many yeah uh, yeah he was, he was he thrived on it you know it's beautiful um and uh, a lot of players were like this actually um so oh, yeah. it's, it's, yeah. it's it's uh, I don't, and it's still like this, right? Yeah, As you really right. are, you see mm-hmm. people like this. Yep. Yeah.
0: Every day. But hey, you know, I mean, it. it, it is the name of the game, I guess. Yeah. It is. But yeah, but Cow though. But yeah, I read that book, for instance, um, which is you know the introduction of, of spectralist theory. Mm-hmm. Um, I Was talking about subtones and and obviously the overtone series and how it can be manipulated, um, to for you to use you know chords out of it. Um, I didn't read it all. It just got so extremely. The language is so weird. It was just like so, like you had to just reread almost every sentence like four times in order to understand what he was saying. That's interesting. It was really weird. It's like written in like like early twenties, early nineteen twenties. So you know. Yeah. I don't know. But
1: I mean, anyway. it's not something you would re- recommend to yeah. others at this stage. Or um, I mean, there are there are books I can send them to you. I can I can even link leave them in the link uh, down either. in the description below. Of, of sources that are much easier to read. Like, for yeah. example, the Kyle Gaughan, um, he has a website mm-hmm. where he explains um, just intonation, I think, mm-hmm. in a very simple mm-hmm. way, and he shows oral examples. Yeah. Um, the Ivanovich Vichnogorsky book, which I have, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's an amazing, uh, it's very short, it's like 50 pages, hmm. and mm-hmm. it talks about things like suspensions. Like, what does yeah. a suspension mean yeah. in a, with with 24 notes? It's crazy, yeah. you know? Like, that's the stuff that I'm, you know, yeah. excited about. Um, yeah, it is.
0: It's, it's, so it's extremely intriguing, you know? So I'm definitely going to, I mean, my quartet is not, I, I it's so far into being done. I don't think, you know, no, no, I don't no, think the last three that. minutes no, of my piece no. should be like, you know, Ben Johnson. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. So, don't, do, don't, don't do that. Yeah, that's, 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 that's really random. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think I'm going to explore that in the saxophone and piano piece. Oh, soprano saxophone. And, soprano saxophone, okay. Yeah, okay that's I'm what I did that, too. Yeah, yeah the I'm soprano.
1: I mean, they can really play a, a smaller than a quarter tone, even. So yeah, it, it, exactly. That's a yeah. really good. Just the problem is, well, how do you mix that with the piano? That's gonna well, yeah, be yeah, I
0: thought about like that. I thought about manipulating, you know, and working into that manipulation of the dichotomy between that, you know, yeah. having the, the saxophone, you know, obviously playing the... I mean, I don't think I'll play, have the saxophone play just microtones, but um, right, right, right it obviously playing the majority of them yeah
1: yeah i mean then there is a way to use the overtone series from the piano yeah, exactly. they're not That's they're too. not super uh, reliable no, no. um or audible yeah but yeah. you could if you want that you know fifth partial you yeah. could you can hit it you know if you yeah. want this seventh partial is a little harder yeah. um, but you know the fifth partial yeah. is pretty reliable mm-hmm. up to the fifth partial yeah. with that like kind of yeah. minus 14 cent yeah. thing which sounds mm-hmm. really beautiful it if does. you Especially, you kind of beat it against the, yeah. the equal tempered note. Uh, it's pretty common. Yeah, it is. To do, it's but, extraordinary. Um, yeah.
0: Yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, I've always I've been interested in it and curious about it since I heard the Ives quarter tone pieces when I was like, uh, uh, for you know, two pianos. The two pianos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When I was um, probably sophomore high school. Yeah. Um, but you know, I never you know really got into it, into it. I, I used, I remember in, in high school, I used like, you know, quarter tone and fl- microtonal inflections, you know, yeah. pitch bends, um, but never truly using the pitch, you know. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Do you know the other piece? There's uh, the, the piece by John Corleano, Chiaroscuro. Uh, yeah, the piano piece, right? It's two pianos, yeah. just like, it's the exact oh. same thing. One piano is normal tuning, uh-huh. and the other piano is all the pitches are detuned down, quarter if I tone. I
0: have it on my, like, YouTube-liked, Okay. I, like re- As of recently, but I haven't looked, yeah. I haven't listened to it. So that's
1: one to check out, and yeah. then the other, I mean, the, the really the one to check out is the ivanovich uh 24 mm-hmm. Preludes yeah, for 13-note yeah, yeah. yeah. diatonicized chromatic yeah. scale. It's yeah. crazy and title.
0: Also, <laughs> um, I can't remember his name, like this, like... Uh... Blackwood, easily Blackwood. Um, I mean, it's from the '60s, Oh yeah, yeah, and yeah '70s, yeah, but yeah. the these microtonal ages are really creepy yeah. sounding. Like, And uh, Ben Johnston has a yeah.
1: microtonal um, uh, piano piece as well. Yeah. That uh, Aaron, uh, why am I blanking out all this? Aaron Calais, I think uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. plays. I, uh, I think I I think I butchered his name, but mm. he's out in out in Los Angeles. Mm. Um, but yeah, I mean, you're gonna. It's. It's a Pandora's box. Mm-hmm. So I mean, what I um, what I usually suggest to my students that are interested in is like, don't open the box entirely. Yeah. You know, like you know, kind of Not drill a, sexually... a hole in the box. Yeah. That's what I'm. And thinking. kind of look in it. Yeah.
0: And see if there's something yeah. in there that
1: you like and use that and and don't and don't yeah. worry about opening the whole thing because it will drive you nuts. Yeah. You know?
0: The the book that I'm reading and I'm gonna find the name for you. Um, uh, but it's like it's like like it has like introductions to like essays on like just intonation or yeah. you know or tuning systems and how they've evolved yes but how um they once were um i can't remember the name of it right now it's coming on friday so it'll be yeah. there tomorrow yeah cool yeah oh, that's, i'm excited
1: to hear what you what you do with that yeah. because uh, i mean I, especially at juilliard it's a it's it's a place uh, that uh, it, it, there's kind of like a like a little box i mm-hmm. feel like most of the composers end up writing in mm-hmm. and i didn't really realize that to be honest until i went to columbia
0: what do you, what, what you type of box? i'm just curious what, what, do huh? you think?
1: what like what type of box do you think well it, yeah. it's 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 still kind of in that yeah. persichetti david diamond yeah uh, elliot carter kind of you mindset know? and the pieces all kind of still sound that way uh-huh. which is fine but uh, to still sound but like all of them sound that way. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't see that many um, mm-hmm. exceptions to that. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, it could be just me not yeah. uh, <laughs> not knowing, you yeah. know, uh, but a, a, a lot of it is like that. Whereas when I, you know, a place like, uh, especially like Princeton or, mm-hmm. or um, Columbia, you know, the, all the styles are like, I'm just like, like, when I go to a show, I'm like, I don't know what, I literally don't know what I'm going to hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like, the the styles are so extremely varied, Mm -hmm. Um, but uh, but uh, for some reason at Juilliard and that's not just at Juilliard. There are other conservatories. Uh, uh, Curtis is a little bit like this too. Mm -hmm. It's it's very much focused on like that traditional, um, you know, especially playing with the twelve notes, um, playing with uh, harmony in a very uh, Mm -hmm. tonal. Yeah. uh, When I say tonal, I mean functionally harmonic way. I do. Yeah. Um, That's and not much like you know going into improvisation, going into microtonality, mm-hmm. going into, um, uh, you know, sounds that, uh, like in Europe, they're exploring a lot, or even like non-Western mm-hmm. sounds, uh, you know, diving deep into it, not just kind of like an, in an ancillary yeah. way, like um, like a lot of the composers were doing in the 60s and the 70s. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's, again, I'm making a super general, stereotypical yeah, 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 statement, but... Um, It's just my observation because I was actually at Juilliard for two years and before that I was somewhere else and Mm -hmm. now I'm someplace else. So I can really compare and contrast my experience in all these different places. but that being said, it's not necessarily a bad thing to be mm-hmm. steeped in that kind of yeah. thing for a while. But
0: but at the same time, it it I mean it can it can be very limiting. But you know, since you've been there for four thinking. years, you know, and then you have another no. two years, yeah. you've been there a long yeah. time.
1: So it's it's easy to kind of get stuck. See, it can be. I was there if for what two years? Think, you know right. what I mean? If you don't right.
0: think, <laughs> <laughs> it, it very much can be limiting. You know, thinking
1: uh, is important. <laughs> it
0: is. It is people, but um, you know that sort of understanding, you know, being aware of the sort of culture that you're around and how you can explore outside of it or how you can think outside of it. Um or and also it's educating yourself outside of the things that you're um being prescribed, you yeah. know, in institutions. You know, I've you know and I think you know my for instance, you know, my teachers recommended me read books, you know, that, you know, I would have never have read, you know, um if you know, I just paid attention to the things that I read in class or were required to read in class, or you know, went to music concerts that were outside of Juilliard or outside of um, the normal realm I would have went to. you yeah. know? Um, so I think there's that that there's a very important thing that yes I mean it's good to have a community I mean that's what we want biologically you know of course you want to be a part of tribe, yeah, yeah. Even a tribe a, even needs. At, a,
1: at a high educational level yeah it's, it, you're not different than anybody else yeah but
0: at the same time that's like you know that can be very you know limiting for someone if they you know um if they fall head over heels with it you know which I don't yeah. think I have I don't think no, 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 I don't think so. But, I mean, there are definitely traits
1: in your music that yeah. follow that trait, oh, yeah. 100%, mm-hmm. you know? Uh, but the, the fact that you are you recognize that and you want to move forward, at least being aware of what's going on, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, that awareness is actually more important than if you use that stuff. Yeah. You might be aware and you're like, you know, I don't like any of this stuff. Yeah.
0: But and at least you have an opinion. Yeah. At you least know.
1: you you know what's going on. Yeah. And that's part of why I wanted you here. <laughs> because I yeah. wanna know what's going on with people, you know, you know, uh, younger than me. Because yeah. I, I I could easily become part of that mm-hmm. that problem too, where yeah. I'm getting older and I'm just in my own mind and not knowing what's the next what mm-hmm. is the next um, generation yeah. thinking although i don't know if you're really the next generation. Yeah. i guess i'm you know, a millennial not what are part. you i'm a millennial technically but what are you
0: uh i guess I, I gen, i'm gen z gen z so you was born are, in 2000 so
1: yeah because my youngest <laughs> brother yeah to, jesus christ 2000 <laughs> my god that yeah. was 92 so my youngest brother is 96 mm-hmm. so i don't know if he's considered gen mm, z i feel
0: like gen z is like 98 98 yeah so he's like, still yeah, is me. he still a millennial Technically, I guess. That's kind of like a really young millennial. I don't know.
1: Yeah, I feel like a young millennial too. Because most millennials are like in their early 40s, I feel like. Yeah, early 40s, yeah. Late 30s. Yeah. Yeah, So I'm kind of in there. But you're definitely in the next Gen Z. Like you grew up totally with computers. Completely. And and, and, uh, phones. And like I didn't have a phone until I was eight years old. No, 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 no. That's not true. I had a flip phone when I was like 11. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my iPhone until I was... Probably in college. Jeez. Yeah. And I didn't <laughs> yeah. use a computer. First time I ever touched a computer when it was when I was like seven or eight. Wow. Probably. Wow. So yeah. Yeah. My I'm I definitely my, have some, yeah. like my young, young childhood, definitely no computers or anything like this. I mean, this.
0: better childhood probably than, than the most. Indeed. You think so? Like, well, well, that's, that you, like 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 you don't trance. know. Yeah. You don't know anything don't know. different though. Yeah, this is true. I don't know. I don't know. Did yeah, you, you have I don't any siblings? siblings? I do. I have an older brother, but we're like 10 years apart. So we don't really, I mean, like. When I was eight, he was like eighteen. So like, I mean, tough, we didn't really, yeah. yeah, we didn't really grow up together. Yeah, but now he's um,
1: he's like thirty two, yeah. So it's it's getting better. Yeah,
0: it is. But I mean, like, we just didn't. I mean, it's like it's like you know we didn't grow up that strongly together. But like, so like, I mean, we like each other. But like, you know,
1: does he have a family or? Yeah, he yeah, a, yeah, so I have, yeah. Got, I have two nephews. Yeah. So he's got that to deal yeah, with too. With his, on top yeah. of that, so, so it's so. kind
0: of like okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, yeah we're, it's like for. I don't
1: know so basically kind of growing up basically on your own it's, especially kind of like when you're cousins.
0: Young. it's almost like the, the vibe of a cousin yeah yeah but you know that they, <laughs> you know that they're your, they're, you know they're your
1: brother yeah 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 because I, I have two younger brothers but they're very close in age like yeah. i'm 30 the next one's 29 yeah and the one after that was 96 so that makes him what like 26 yeah yeah see that. see that's so an it's like yeah, that's it's like very yeah. tight and yeah. very you know we yeah. all live in different places uh one is in California. One is in right yeah. now in Florida. I'm here, so but we talk all the time yeah. on the phone and you know, etc. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, it's just a very very interesting growing up as a composer in a in a household like that because the others yeah. were not interested at all in yeah. uh, music it's or it's got to be like really this. loud too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, but that's 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 interesting. Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. Well anyway, I mean it was it was great to have you yeah. here. Thanks for coming by. Thank I, mean, you. I really appreciate oh, thank you for making this me. part of your day I appreciate and uh, it. if you like what uh, if you want to see more of these kind of conversations on this channel, please subscribe to the to, to the channel. I mean if you if you've been here this long you better you better subscribe you at should, this point. Yeah. At least like the video if you don't want to subscribe and uh, anyway, dislike the video. <laughs> you can't dislike <laughs> yeah. the video anymore. Oh really? There's no dislike button right anymore. anymore. Yeah. You can leave a really nasty comment yeah, though. Yeah. I could hate do that.
0: Tyson. Why is he like this? Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, no, nobody nobody's gonna write that about especially about oh, maybe okay. about me, oh, but no. uh okay. not about you. No. All right, man, thanks All so right. much. Thank you. All right, until next time. Thank you. All right. Bye.